Hello everyone, it's Heather Reed again. Uh, today's podcast is looking at Romans 5.17. If you've got your Bible there, open it up and let's look at it together. It's in, I'm reading from the New International Version and it says, For if by the trespass of the one man, that's Adam, death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. I like how it's translated in in, um, Weymouth's translation. Um, It says, that same verse, it says, For if through the transgression of the one individual, death made use of that one individual, to seize the sovereignty. All the more shall those who receive God's overflowing grace and gift of righteousness reign as kings in life through the one individual, Jesus Christ. So what does it mean to reign as kings in life through the one individual, Jesus Christ? And what does that mean? That verse mean in its entirety? Well, to get an understanding, we actually need to go back to Genesis chapter 1. It says, after God, created, finished, after God finished creating his beautiful earth, in verse 27 it says, So God created man in his own image. Male and female created he them. That word image means resemblance or likeness. And verse 28 says, God blessed them and he said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule or have dominion over the fish in the the sea, the birds in the sky, and over every living creature that moves on the ground, over all the earth. Adam was given dominion over all the works of God's hands. In Psalm 8 verse 6 it says, You made him ruler of the works of your hands. You've placed everything under his feet. Before Adam sinned, he was made the sovereign ruler over all the earth. He was given dominion over everything God had made. But as the Weymouth translation says, when he, Adam, sinned, Satan used his trespass to seize that sovereignty and death began its reign over the earth. That was a very sad day for mankind. But God had a plan to redeem redeem man back to his rightful position. And that's why he sent Jesus to the earth to legally fulfill what was needed to give us back our position of authority. When Jesus, um, when he said on the cross, it is finished, it really was finished. Everything that God was going to do was done at the cross. He laid on Jesus the punishment for us all, the sin of us all, and he sent him to hell in our place till he was satisfied that the punishment was paid in full. He raised him from the dead for our justification And now Jesus has sat down 
at the right hand of God the Father, waiting till his enemies, that sin, death, sickness, destruction, demons of hell, be made his footstool. In Luke 10, 19, Jesus said to his disciples, Lo, I give you the authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and on all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. He's given this authority back to us. Colossians 2.15 says, And having disarmed the powers and authorities, that's the devils of hell, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. You see, the legal aspect was dealt with when Jesus died and rose again. He became the second Adam, this time without sin. And now when we give our life to Jesus and we make him our Lord and Saviour, he forgives our sin and he gives us his righteousness or right standing with God. The Bible says we are now seated with him in the heavenly places. That's positionally where we are. Together we rule and reign in this life, doing what the first Adam failed to do, which was to have dominion and subdue the earth. So how do we do that? Through our words. Matthew 18, 18 says, Truly I tell you, whatever you will bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Heaven backs us up. Job 22:28 says, You will decree a thing and it will be established to you. In Mark chapter 11, we're reminded that our words have the power to cast entire mountains into the sea and wither fig trees, if we believe and don't doubt. When we line ourselves up with God's word and speak his word only, we will see our situations changed. I'm reminded of an occasion when this actually happened in, in my own life. We were renting a house that had no fly screens on the windows um, and we actually had a creek running through the property and it was during summer and when the temperatures were very high we had to have all the windows open just to, just to have the coolness at night. And this allowed all the neighbourhood mosquitoes to come into the house to torment us during the night. And my little daughter, Bonnie, was covered in mosquito bites. She used to call them bozzy mites. I read in, in Psalm 91.10 where it said that no plague shall come near your dwelling. So I took my Bible, I took the children, and I went to every window of the house. And we stood there and put our hands up and we said, in the name of the Lord Jesus, the Bible, the Word of God says, no plague shall come nigh our dwelling. So mosquitoes, we speak to you, you are not permitted. We bind you, you are not permitted to come inside our house. Well, from that time on, the mosquitoes completely stopped coming into our house. It was still hot, it was still summer, and we, the mosquitoes were still outside, but they didn't come inside. It was so amazing. 
So today, find a promise in God's word that you can believe and speak to your circumstances, whatever they might be. Stand in your authority. Take dominion. Do what God's told you to do and be. Ruling and reigning in life. Command and decree God's word and watch your circumstances change. I think that's good news, don't you? Have a great day.